0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Show this is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks. This is the big show. You found it. I sure am glad you did. I'm very very excited today. We've got a uh, fantastic guest uh, lined up for today. Uh, has a new movie out. New movie out. I believe it's out. Um, I could be wrong on that though. I'm looking through my notes and I don't see the the uh, release date. But if it's not out, it'll, we'll find out in a second. But it's. Uh, I watched this the other day in the other night, I should say, and I was just blown away with it. I I really enjoyed this. Um, It's one of those uh, that I think is going to be around a long time that people are going to be talking a a lot about. It is a a fantastic um, horror movie, thriller movie. Uh, It's creepy, man. It is creepy. Uh, But without further ado, I'd like to welcome the director of today's, uh, the movie we're talking about called Bloodborne, uh, Mr. Reed. Chesterman, I believe I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. I hope so.
2: Reed, I can't <laughs> like, hey, your name. It, it's a long U, but that's uh, far from oh. f- far from bad. Uh, I've gotten <laughs> stuff that didn't even start with an S before, but yeah, thank you so much for having <laughs> me. Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely.
2: So this is a cool film.
1: This is a very cool film. I like this, Um, and I'm just going to go on. I'm going to tell you right from the start, I am not – I have friends that are, like, what I would call horror people, you know, that that they live, breathe, and eat it. You go to their house, it looks – you know, there's stuff (laughs) and bric-a-brac from from all kinds of movies and everything. Uh, But they're kind of hard to watch movies with because they're the kind of people that will tell you, well, that guy's spleen didn't explode in the right way, you know, and I'm like, how do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but I am a huge cinephile. I love a good story, uh, I, I, and this had one. This took me on a ride, and I liked being creeped on that ride by it.
2: Fantastic film. Thank you. I, thank you. I really appreciate that. I, uh, You know, I, I, I certainly have a love for horror movies, but I'm also not somebody who is a horror fan with a capital fan, the way some people are, mm. so it was important to me to make a movie that I could show to myself that I would want to watch. Because uh, you know, getting creeped out and scared is something that, uh, for me at least, I have to be in the right mood for it. So, being able to take people on a ride really gears me up, and I, I, I'm glad to hear for you it worked. For you. it worked as well to that it geared you up to take that ride, even when it went to some creepy parts.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It was, um, you know, it's weird. I, uh, our, uh, My sister-in-law, uh, my wife's sister and, and her husband, they just had a baby a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. So everybody in our immediate family is, well, yeah, yeah, well, I had nothing to do with it. I just, uh, But they, you know, <laughs> congratulations for that. Um, but everybody in our, our family is very baby happy right now, you know. I don't know if you have children or not. We don't, um, me and my wife. Um, but everybody is, is baby is on family dinner. That's all that's discussion is, you know, um, <laughs> how much gas she passed that particular day and whatnot, you know, it's charming. Um, we're all excited about it. So in the middle of all this fever, this family, uh, fever that's going on, um, I sat down and watched blood. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> this was the exact opposite. I, I loved it. It was, the the, the, the the hidden layer of icing inside the cake. I, I, it was fantastic.
2: Um, how well, did you come well, across when, this project? Well, uh, it's something I, I've i been friends with our, the producer on Bloodborne for a while, and we've been looking for the right project and looking for something. And mm. I'm very picky when it comes to projects that I work on, so all the scripts we found didn't really resonate with me. So I decided I'd write something that Uh, We could make on a relatively low budget and we kicked around a bunch of ideas and none of them were really interesting. None of them were connecting on a personal level. I had some fun little sci-fi thriller things that had some cool ideas and fun monsters and twists and whatever, but Mm. it was all just kind of cold. It was the kind of movie that for me at least would be something that you make for a fan of the genre, but not for just a a movie fan. And I wanted to make something for, people who just like movies. And so my producer asked me, what are you scared of? And my wife and I were in the process of talking about whether we were going to have a kid or not. We we were fairly far along in the process and we're sort of at like, well, when is the right time? And so right. that scared the crap out of me, the idea of becoming <laughs> a parent and how much that would change and how horrible and terrifying and, gross that could be uh that's what i was scared of at the time so this is the movie that came out of that and i really channeled all of my anxiety into the movie and actually found out that my wife was pregnant about 10 days i believe after this movie got greenlit so it was a fun journey to go along to have my own little (laughs) project that was booking at the same time as a kid um and uh, I, oh, I, I think amazing. it shows in the movie. I think that anxiety that I was having really got channeled into the script. I know there were a couple of times talking with the actors where, you know, the lines that had been wit- written weren't quite working. And I remember very clearly uh, somebody asking me when we were having a problem on set with some of the lines, like, Stop thinking about the movie. What are you scared of right now? And I said something, and that's what the actor said on screen, and it worked great. Uh, nice. So so I, it's really sort of the cliché of write what you know, I guess. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. There,
1: there was such a awesome. obviously. Well, it's, it's amazing, and it's, it's a, like I said, a, a fantastic film. I loved I, I, all, you know, all the aspects. It really, I tell you, I, I don't know what the run time on was. It was a couple hours, something like that. Uh, it wasn't overly long or what? 90 minutes, there you yeah. go, hour and a half. And, um, you know, but it was, it, it went by quick, you know. I, 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 I'm like, oh, it's it's when it was over. Not that then it was an abrupt ending or anything. I don't want people to get that impression. I, I was just, a, I went on a journey for an hour and a half.
2: And um, I I appreciate that. I like a film that does that. Yeah, I think those are the best movies—the ones where they keep moving and a lot happens, and it really takes you on a ride. Whether it's a lot happening, you know, on a big scale or on a smaller internal scale, that happens in you know four or five rooms in a house, like our movie. There's a lot that goes on, and a lot that, a lot of big change that happens, and I think that's what makes a good movie. And I'm really happy with the way this one turned out.
1: Oh, that's fantastic.
0: Now uh,
1: you, you mentioned the the four or five rooms uh, in the film, which you're right. I mean, you know, it's it's almost like a Hitchcock film in that in that aspect of it. Um, did you was were you? In, yeah, I'm sure you were. Uh, you know, involved in all the aspects of this. Was you know scouting the location difficult? Like finding those four rooms, or uh, how did all of it that was, go about?
2: It was honestly a little more question of cost and practicality versus finding the exact right house because we shot in LA and there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through between permitting and neighbors and just making sure the street you're on has enough space to park 20 or 30 (laughs) crew members a day and that the neighbors aren't going to be super pissed off that you're doing it and uh, there were a couple of houses that we had sort of narrowed it down to that my producers found that would have that would work one way or another and uh, it just happened that this house was the one that made the most sense from the practical perspective. It had a – it was a little bit further out from town, so there was a lot more space on the street, and there was a big yard where the crew could eat lunch and hide while we were shooting. And it turned out that this house just had all these amazing details in them that most of the stuff you see in the film, you know, a lot of low-budget films, they're shot in somebody's apartment or – the their mm. the, a house they've managed to get their hands on for a week and it's white walls and they put up a couple pictures or a poster and this house just had the most ridiculously amazing things in it. We actually the the house is so full on screen we actually had to hide about thirty forty percent of what was there because there was just so much stuff going on and we were able to really wow. pick and choose what made the house look. Unique and it just looks amazing on camera. And it really, my cinematographer Laura just did an amazing job making it look like more space than it was and making it not feel repetitive despite the fact that we were shooting in the same room for days on end.
1: That's amazing, man. That's amazing.
2: And now, folks, a couple
1: quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. To this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierox.us.
0: This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults
1: and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions Lbion. dot com, Michelle dot com, very very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Yeah, you're right about the uh, the the putting the stuff in there. I'm a I'm not in the movie business. I'm a painter by trade. I paint pictures of people for a living, and I remember uh, you know I've been doing it for 20 years. But I remember about 15 years ago getting my first releases. Uh, sent to me, and uh, they, mm-hmm. they said, hey, we, we found your your poster, uh, you know, of this particular, we want to use it in our movie. Man, you would have thought, you know, I was it was from Cecil B. DeMille or something. I was walking around, <laughs> I was cock of the block. You know, I'm like, oh, my, my painting, you know, the poster of my painting is <laughs> in film, and I better start an IMDB paint, you know, and all this craziness. <laughs> and that has happened about 25 times um, since I've been painting never once has those movies ever come to fruition or at least
2: got to the point where they were distributed.
1: Um, not yeah, once. It's, I tell all my friends, they're like, yeah, whatever.
2: Making movies is so hard. And even the worst oh. movies that are terrible. Like it just, I feel so much compassion and pride for those movies because it's so hard to get something made just to get it over oh, the yeah. finish line, and I, and I'm really proud with Bloodborne that we were able to do it and stay, you know, true to the vision that we had when we started it. But it's just so hard to get stuff done, and we got so lucky with so much of how it went down. So, uh,
1: well, I don't want yeah, yeah, to discourage a,
2: any of the budding <laughs> filmmakers out there, but yeah, you,
1: I, I mean, my hat goes off to you guys, you folks uh, in the film world, because, I mean. Usually, since I've been doing the show, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot just talking to cats like you. Um, you know, the thing is, is sometimes some of you oh, yeah, we shot this and it all got done in, in, you know, nine months. That's fast in movie time, you know, from yeah, concept absolutely. to history. You know, I've talked to people, they're like, well, yeah, this was a uh, 13-year project. know <laughs> <And, laughs> Reed, yep. you're married, so I know you know, understand that, you know, if I were okay. to go to my wife and say, dear, I've got this project I'm doing, um, you know, we, we could make <laughs> some money. We, we might not, but it's going to take up the next year and a half, two years of my time. <laughs> um, there would be a discussion. Well, <laughs> I'd be listening to a discussion, I can tell you that. Um, I don't think it'd be a hard sell. Uh, but you do this. Yeah. This is
2: your business. This is how it works, you know, and that's amazing to me. Fortunately, fortunately my wife both uh went to college for the entertainment business and then realized how mm. ridiculous of an industry it was and got a real job with benefits. Uh so she she understands nice. the drive and the pull, but she can float keep the boat afloat while I'm going off and making movies about crazy demon babies or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right, well, was, it was fantastic too.
2: I tell you, I had watched this and my wife's into all
1: this. Um, I don't know if yours is or not. Mine happens to be, she's into all this, uh, you know, crystals and staging the house and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, Hey, I, it, whatever floats, she could have worse hobbies. You know, I'm old enough to know that. Right. I, yeah. Totally. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, I smile and Oh, that's great, dear. You know? Um, and, you know, and that's fine. Hey, I have nothing bad to say about it, but I watched your film. Now, I don't want to give anything away because I want people to watch this. But in the film, uh, and I don't think I'm giving anything, this couple's trying to get pregnant. They're having trouble conceiving, and they turn to a magical source, uh, group of people, um, and, and, and things go awry. It's not a good idea, but um, – you know, it's not good. Um, so right after I watched this, my was when my wife decided the house needed saging and the negativity needed to, not because of the movie. I don't think um, I must have been in a grouchy mood or something. That's usually how that happens. the uh, painting wasn't going right or something. But so she starts saging, and I'm like, "Hey, hold on a second, now are, are we sure we want to sign up for this?" You know? Uh, <laughs> she's like, "Oh, you and your horror movies." So me and the dog went outside while she staged the house. But um, yeah, it, it, it's it's such a cool concept. Um, no, is this film? You. I I don't have it in my notes. Is this out now? Can people? Is it yes. on demand or yes?
2: Nice. It's out now on on demand. We're on Amazon Prime, which is I think the most common way people have been watching it, just because everybody has that. But it's also on a couple of YouTube channels, which I, I believe will I'll send you the links or something. Uh, watch. Watch movies now and Kings of Horror and on Tubi and Directv. It's all over the place. Nice,
1: nice. Well, folks, I will be posting on my um, social media the the Directv and Amazon links there for you. Um Tubi is a great platform. You don't even need an account with that. You can watch. I've got to watch commercials. Yeah. It, but whatever, you're not. You don't have to write a check. You know? Yeah. So um, <laughs> I don't. If anybody's like me. You know, I was so pleased when all the streaming stuff happened. I'm like, finally, I don't have to pay that $100 cable bill now. I can get rid of that um, for channels I don't watch, home shopping, all that kind of it's stuff. And very now nice I'm paying $200 a
2: month and streaming. Because
1: <laughs> you know, I have yeah. to have them all.
2: You, 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 what if there's a show or a movie that pops up on that one exactly. service? <laughs>
1: Star Trek, CBS or Paramount got me
2: on that. They're yep. like, oh, Trek fan, huh? Well, yeah. And then what do you, and the then, and what you do? Can- Yeah, and then what are you going to do? Yeah. Cancel it and resubscribe when the new season starts? That's a lot of work. Right? <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> and you know, like like I said, he just in my business. See, in your world, it's probably well. I'll just make another. Oh, we need this. We'll just make a movie. Yeah. No, there we go. <laughs> You know, in my world, I'll just paint another painting this month, and I will pay for that. Um, You know, it's all you can do. But um, wow! So, uh, congratulations! No, she's uh, had the baby. I would assume your wife. Yeah, the
2: the baby is now baby's now fifteen months old, and is in daycare and walking, and is no longer really a baby. It's been a, a, a. She turned one about a month before the movie came out. So it's been a very interesting parallel. (laughs) And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our
1: show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad free if you're a VIP member. You can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.ja.m.i.e.r.o.x.x.us.
0: My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha.
2: Hey there, my name is Paige Beatty, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles.
0: Rocks Gear, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings, from La holler to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Well, that's
2: pretty cool, huh? Uh, New
1: father, You got a hit movie yeah. out. Man, life is good. It's, it's
2: been fun. I'm, I'm happy to say she was not quite the monster I feared she might be.
0: Uh
2: <laughs> No. but there's still time no. for that. Cause I remember what I was like as a teenager. So she's half what I right. was. I'm, I'm way in trouble.
1: <laughs> don't watch mean girls.
2: Uh, I mean, I,
1: I'm telling you, my wife's into all these murder shows too. She watches like all the, anything, you know, if, if there's, I don't think there's been a crime that has happened. We haven't watched a documentary about or a show about, <laughs> um, you know, and, she loves all that stuff, but I'm watching that and I'm thinking and because we've been having those conversations too about children. And you know, I watch this. And I'm like, well, man, look how that guy turned out. He started out as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> he had now cut, cut up fourteen inches, <laughs> you know, so that's that's my fear. Um, but I guess if you don't keep him locked in a basement or something, anyhow, the, the,
2: anyhow. The thing my mom always the thing my mom always said was. Uh, she needed to make a bet that she would have somebody to put her in the right care home when she got old.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love it. Well, there, yeah, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Now, let me ask you was all the uh, principal filming done prior to COVID and the lockdowns and everything? And you just had yeah. editing to do on this? Yeah. Or this,
2: were you filming? We did, uh, no, we filmed all the movie in November of 2019 was the primary filming, and then we did a day of pickups in a day of pickups last January of 2020. So we were mostly done editing by the time lockdown started, and then we ended up just really taking our time with the sound design and the score. Oh, yeah. We were not in any rush, and we would just email back and forth. We were all figuring out how it was going to work, but it turned out that we we actually got to do some stuff that I don't think we would have done otherwise because the resources got allocated differently. And so we were able to do some stuff with the sound in a more unique way that I'm really excited with and some more live in for instruments and just some weirder stuff and a little more iteration. So we we got really lucky with the timing. I know we had talked about filming in March of 2020 Uh, Because that was an opening on the schedule And we're very fortunate we shot sooner than that
1: Oh, that's fantastic That's fantastic And of course, ladies and gentlemen You have to understand, Reed's, you know, cool turned up to 10 We have links to all Bloodborne has all these social media pages Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, don't worry about it It's there And we've got links to them all And when this show is converted to a podcast Those links will follow the uh, podcast however you listen to the, uh, the show, you can just click on the links and get right to them. I suggest, um, and I know I I say this almost every episode, but it's very true. The world we live in, ladies and gentlemen, is an algorithm world. If you dig something, whether it be a cool band or a movie or or whatever, you know, the guy who makes the best bread in town or whatever, or gal, um, Mm -hmm. like, and share their social media pages. It helps tremendously.
2: Uh, you know,
1: absolutely the of yeah absolutely, and also I would yeah. add with, with film uh and indie film when you watch it if you watch this on Amazon Prime uh which I'm sure most of you will or to be whatever uh there's a space right there you don't have to write a doctoral thesis Write a couple sentences though on the review thing you know that's weird because it kind of twitches the pinball machine a little bit and um you, you know I mean it. it Helps without algorithms, what I'm saying, and and it, 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 you know, it's cool to do. Plus, you know, read. He's not supposed to look at those comments,
2: but he probably will. He probably will. So, uh, give him. I've actually, I've enlisted my wife to read those comments and filter all Mm. the good ones to me. (laughs) (laughs) So she'll be getting them.
1: <laughs> oh man she's gonna get mad if you write a bad one ladies and gentlemen that's all i'm saying She'll come to your house. Uh, what did you say no i'm kidding i'm teasing well it's very cool man very very cool it's a uh i love this film i really did you know it was weird i was at my first um which apparently will be another year it's looking like it's here i'm in florida south florida and uh oh god um, but a couple, uh, a month or so ago, it was 4th of July. I went to my first cocktail party, barbecue get together in a year, you know? Um, and it was awesome. But I got into a conversation with somebody. I, they, everybody asked me about podcasts because that's kind of a cool thing and, or they think it is, you know? And, and so that always <laughs> comes up and, uh, well, who've you had on your show lately? You know, that type of deal. And I had had a, uh, a, a horror Actor or something from a horror film, They're like, oh, I can't watch horror. That's just, I'm like, oh yeah, man, horror is just terrible. That that, that Edgar Allan Poe didn't. I said, you know, there's a place three <laughs> hours north of us that makes a pretty good living uh, with scaring people with roller coasters and stuff. Oh, Disney. Uh, <laughs> trust me, they know what they're doing. <laughs> you know, it's pretty good bet. But I love good horror film. I, I do. I, I like it just like I like a good roller coaster, you know. And sir, you delivered in both the writing and directing of it. I didn't know you wrote this. This is amazing.
2: Very, very. Thank you cool. so much. I, and great I, cast, I really too. appreciate it. Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they did a great. They did a great job. It's so it's so easy to direct when you have a cast like that because ninety percent of your work is done, and you just have to polish it polish it up a little bit and steer it into the last little. Bit of where you needed to go, but they did so much work and just really brought those characters to life in a way that was not in the script and was not in my head. And they just did amazing work.
1: Oh, it's fantastic! It's fantastic, and you seem pretty cool too, Reed. You know, you you, you thank you very you, much. You know, you're, you're not one of those crazy directors. Maybe you are. I don't know. I haven't worked with you, but uh, from just talking to you, you seem pretty cool. <laughs> thank no you. one was having to do takes 180 times or anything. Like that. <laughs> Not quite, no. (laughs) No one's going to be making documentaries about working with you. (laughs) That's a good thing. In a bad way. Um, I'm crazy (laughs) now. Anyway, hey, thanks so much. I know you're a wicked busy man, and I kept you a little longer than I said, but um, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to be on the show, class to join up around here. And, hey, you know this already, but I'm going to tell you, keep doing what you're doing, Reed. You're real, real good at it, you know? Seriously. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you so much Absolutely. for having me. Oh, anytime, man. Anytime. I can't wait to see the next film, um, folks. That's going to wrap it up for us today. It, it, man, what a, what a really, really uh, great movie, Bloodborne. You got to check it out. As I said, I'll be posting the direct link so you can watch. You can watch this tonight, man. Wednesday night horror film fest at your place, streaming. Love it. How cool is that? And uh, everybody keep an eye out. Uh, Reed Schusterman, you're going to be seeing really good things coming from him. If if this is any indication, I'm telling you, this is a great film. Okay, folks, we will see you tomorrow. We've got a uh, fantastic uh, writer-director of a fantastic documentary uh, called First Year Checking. It's a documentary um, about, you know, these kids that play hockey and uh, that first year that checking is allowed in. Man, the mean stuff happens, let me tell you. Anyway, we'll be discussing that tomorrow, so be sure to tune in. We will talk to you soon. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks, Reed. You rock. Thanks so much.
0: This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Ana Oli, Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto.
1: Hey, de här Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks.
0: Blog Talk Radio.